after this. And now, time for Ben's Snap Judgment. When it comes to Carlin Ponga, you talk about Lordy, I think it's a relief for him. I think the pressure going into an origin after having the, having the season that he's had, he, he got a soft knock the other day. Origin's the toughest arena. He got a soft knock and he went straight off. I think he's put his hand up and he's proud to come out and play for Queensland. But I reckon now he's sitting at home on the couch and he's relieved so he can get a month of tough footy underneath his belt. There we go. That was Gordon Tallis last night telling it how it is. For me, the Kalen Ponga selection dilemma, that was probably the least of the biggest calls to be made. I'm okay if that is the case, that there is a duty of care being shown towards Kalen Ponga. If he didn't get that knock on the weekend, yeah, he came back fine, but imagine if that had happened in State of Origin and one knock and you're gone. But also, not only for the team, but for Kalen's health and well-being because we know state of origin is the toughest arena on the planet so billy was perhaps giving a duty of care to calum ponga and just saying just get a bit more footy under your belt let's just get a bit more rough and tumble into it because we do have this kid waiting in the wings reese walsh who reminds me a lot of billy slater what did he say about being an origin player you've got to be able to have the ability but also you've got to be given the chance and that's exactly what happened to billy slater himself it's what's happened to so many coming off the bench um coming off the bench is what cooper crog did is what nico hines has done but now reese walsh is being thrust straight into that number one jersey is it a good call is it the right call? Speaking of calls, Billy Slater had to make plenty on Sunday night. And um, I had to make some really tough phone calls last night. There were, there were some good phone calls, but there were some really tough ones. And um, speaking to Kalen, speaking to Gags, um, Kurt Capewell, Xavier Copes, like they're, they're tough phone calls and um, they're not easy, easy decisions to make, but they're made for the right reasons and, and I believe that. And... Um, yeah, he, they, they, they're very understanding. Those four guys are, are Queenslanders through and through, and um, by the end of the conversations, that they were all really supportive of this team. Um, they all want success for this team, and and they're they're willing to support the team in any way. Um, they're, they're great men and they're great Queenslanders. All right, so they're cool with it. Are you? That's the big question this morning. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. Is Billy the kid or is Billy kidding? Kidding himself. No Ponga, no Gagai. Throw in there no Capewell as well. I mean, we've had weeks of speculation about this. Now 24 hours of interrogation. The Queensland coach has decided to give pick and stick the flick. Has he done the right thing by selecting a team with X factors? Or has he done the unthinkable, like the un-Queenslander? Because that's what they're suggesting south of the border. Dean Ritchie in the telly yesterday, he wrote, for years Queensland's taken the moral high ground, lecturing New South Wales about the desperate need to stick solid in team selections. In Queensland's warped eyes, the Blues just don't understand state of origin. This is what the Bulldog wrote yesterday, Dean Ritchie. He goes on to say, I'm all for picking players on form. But please stop advocating a phantom loyalty that clearly doesn't exist. Is that too harsh on the Bulldog or is he spot on? Look, I for one won't be lectured by a New South Welshman who doesn't even know the meaning of the word loyalty. Is, is, what's the phrase? 
pot, kettle, black, yeah, stones, glass houses, all that stuff. If you're coming from a moral high ground of being able to talk about loyalty, that's one thing. But don't start lecturing us about loyalty when there's been none of that shown as far as the New South Wales team is concerned. There are double standards, though, and it's that double standards around the loyalty. I'm not saying that New South Wales are right on this, or Dean Ritchie, or, or Buzz, or any of them, Braith and Ashtar. But there is a hint of double standards, isn't there? And it was that double standard which didn't sit well with me for a few hours yesterday morning. Now, I'm not sure if I'm warming to the idea or if I just can't hate anything Billy Slater does. Actually, that might be it. Maybe that's it. Are we afraid to have a crack at Billy Slater? Because you just love everything Billy Slater does, don't you? If you had a crack at Billy Slater, is that a bit like killing Bambi? Well, maybe we're just Queenslanders who will back whatever team is put in front of us. Maybe that's it. Where do you sit? 13, 13, 55, 04, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Or is it something else completely? Uh, Billy has gone for X factor over experience. And that's what Reese Lightning and the Hammer bring. They bring that X factor. Uh, you could probably throw Dave Fafita into that as well. He's got a fair bit of X factor about him. They're, they're game changers. They're match winners. They're unpredictable. But the thing with unpredictability is, well, it's like rolling a dice. Sometimes it doesn't always work out. Sometimes it doesn't come up the numbers or the combination you need. Having a quick look at the NRL stats, it shows that Reese Walsh is second in the comp on 13 try assists. Line break assists, he's equal second with Luttrell on 14. Tackle breaks, he's sixth in the comp on 61. These are all good numbers. Although he is one behind Dane Gagai, would you believe? Um, but... Here's the big thing, and here's the big but. Here's the unpredictability when it comes to Reese Walsh. Errors. He is second in the NRL with 21. The leading error count man is Selwyn Cobbo on 22. Handling errors, which is a different category altogether, he's second in the comp on 19. So there is an error in Reese Walsh. We know that. But... Does his X factor, does his unpredictability, is it the fact that sometimes when he is charging for the loose ball and might knock it on, what about the time he picks it up? Is that okay with you? Are you okay to take that gamble? Billy has, Billy is. How do you feel? Billy's always said he is not working for the Queensland Rugby League and the Queensland Rugby League team. He's working for the people of Queensland. This is the Queensland team. This is your team. Has he done you proud? Dane Gagai, 23 origin, 22 straight. In 2017, he won the Wally Lewis medal. But is that the point? It's 2017. That was six years ago. But right now, he's having a breakout year. Career best year. He's in the top five tackle breaks. He's equal first with the half breaks alongside the hammer. And if you put him and the hammer side by side this year, Dane Gagai beats him in every single stat. Runs, 16 runs per game as opposed to 13 runs a game for the Hammer. Run metres, 148 to 123. Post-contact metres, 56 to 30. This is Gagai v. the Hammer on numbers alone. Tackle busts, 5 to 2. Try assists, 5 to 3. Dane Gagai beats the Hammer in every stat. 
every stat except tackle efficiency. But you've got to remember that Dan Gagai makes three times as many tackles as the hammer. And the tackle efficiency is up there. It's 83% as opposed to 94 And again, this is not opinion. This is counting. These are the numbers. All the numbers show that Dane Gagai is having a better year than Hamaso Tabuai Fido. So has Billy got that right? Should Dane Gagai be there? What about just putting him on the wing, at least? We had an open spot there. Would Dane Gagai look out of place? Well, of course he wouldn't. He's played on the wing before for Queensland. 13-13-55-0467-736. Is Billy the kid, the man? Has he got it right? Or is he kidding himself? Queenslanders. Over to you.